to like Houston, Houston. Cyprus. Or... Cyprus. Now yeah. people are gonna go find my family. Yeah, people are gonna find your family. Um, hello. Hi. Welcome. Oh my god, are we still that's, that's how. Yeah, started. that's how it happens. Chance likes to sneak up on us. That's it's crazy. fun. It just gives a nice little. Uh, Thing. Um, welcome to a horrible podcast. Did you know that was the name of it? Did I you know? did. Oh, yeah. okay. Do you know who came up with it? It was Paige. It was me. She's very clever. I'm bad at naming things. This is the one thing I this have. Is, it, and it's, it's <laughs> glorious. Um, we are here. If you can't tell, there's a third strange but kind of cute voice. You know? I don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? <laughs> no, you're A ghostly apparition, maybe? Uh, it's Louise. It's me. Uh, my name is Luis Reyes. And um, I guess that's it, really. Okay, well, well that that's was the pod. A, that um, was it. Uh, good to talk to you, everybody. Um, you don't have any more of an intro? Nothing, nothing else, bro? Oh, nothing. my God. Do do? Absolutely nothing. Um, What's your no. star sign? My star sign is Aries. Mine, too. Oh, your birthday's like four days before mine or something. Whoa. So, supposedly, we have a temper, is what I've heard. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of negative things about Aries. Yeah, that's Everyone bullshit. I meet is like, oh, we're not supposed to be friends. And I'm like, I'm that's weird. pretty likable, so. That's yeah, weird. I'm a Taurus, so. I don't we're know. supposed to get along. We do. Taurus and Aries. Hopefully. Cool. That's what I've heard. Um, I mean, yeah, I think so. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> Louise, uh, what's your relationship with horror movies? Um, I normally am super bored by them and scared by them. So I'm just bored and scared. That's a strange well, that's relationship. A, Have you ever, you at the same time you're bored and scared? Movie. Yes. Like, can you, you give know, us an example perhaps? Yes. Um, okay. For example, The Conjuring is not a bad scary movie. No, it's a great scary movie. Um, very scary. But I was watching The Conjuring recently and I only had, uh, like 20 minutes. Sure. And I figured, because I'm trying to be less precious about watching movies, so I just put them on. If I don't have enough time, I just come back. But I had 20 minutes for Conjuring, and uh, it was the worst decision ever, because it's a horror movie. Yeah, and bro. like normally, the first 20 minutes is just watching Nothing, yeah. people say, oh, why is this door open? Or, mm. oh, why is the dog barking? Sometimes That's that stuff doesn't even happen yet. Like, yeah. A so lot of times not, it's like yeah. setting up the family, you know, or something. It's not that the film is boring, it's that they're predictable, perhaps? Is that what you're kind of getting at? You're well, bored a lot because of them are like, pretty boring. I mean, because you just know what's happening, and you're, and you're not, I don't know, it, it, it just doesn't feel like it's, it feels like a lot of those movies are all genre and no, like, take on it. Sure. I totally sure. get that. And sure. Yeah, it's just Fair kind of boring. Of those. And you're scared. So you're just scared and you're bored. So you're just, eh, it's not fun. Sure. I'm never bored when I'm scared. <laughs> I So I, I have been bored in horror movies before. I've been bored in horror movies. I.e. The Witch. I hate The Witch. We yeah. I, I think it's very good. I, I, I like The, the Witch. Witch we did a whole episode. We have a whole episode on it. Oh, really? Yes. But, so I can understand being bored if I'm not scared. Yes, but I can't be bored and scared at yeah. the same time. I think you can because you're just like waiting for good. the next jump scare. You're just waiting. You're, oh, oh, you oh, feel oh, anxious. So it, is, it is that it's, it's predictable. Just, it's that you're like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna get scared in a minute. Yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah. get scared and not for a justifiable it's reason. It's boring because it's there's not there are very few original takes on. Horror yeah, movies. okay, there I we get go. You. There we you. go. There's the hereditary. Hey, look at that Buzzword, buzzword. Chance is all about segues. So here's what you need to know. I usually get off topic. Chance always brings it back. Oh, I see. So he's going to like you. That was a great, incredible segue. Look at the sound wave. We knew. Hereditary has jump scares, and they are so earned, and they're so creative, and just they always propel the story. So Luis has seen Hereditary twice. 
I've seen it We've each seen it once. I saw it alone and highly recommend, bro. That was the ideal way to see that movie. Oh. Um, it was awesome. I scared I the shit out of sense. myself. Like, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> legit. First movie in a while. I remember I think I texted you right after. You Paige. did. Like, you I, did. I, oh, it's been a while since I've been legit scared. It was, was really scary. Scared. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't all just jump scares. And we've talked about, I mean, it's, the jump scares are, jump scare. I, I like them. I appreciate a good jump scare, but it can't. I don't know. There are good jump scares and bad jump scares. There Hereditary really is good jump scares. Um, happy Dead. No, what? What's a no. movie with bad jump scares? jump scares? Prom night. The remake prom night. of Prom night. That's yes, the one I think of. The whole thing is jump scares. scares. <laughs> That's it. Um, Let me give an example of a jump scare. Well, there's like two jump scares that I can think of from Hereditary that okay. are creative. They propel a story, and they're frightening. Like, okay, so one is just a shot of um, Charlie's head. Uh, like, they, they, they switched that shot, and it's frightening, but it also propels a story, and it means something. Like, you're going to take what you got from that jump scare and, and take it into the next scene. Yeah. And another one, my favorite one from that movie, is when Peter is in the attic... And he hears this thumping, mm-hmm. and we all assume that. And you that jumped to the two, right the, to two, the, the two. Just like, you went right for the jugular oh, there with those two so moments. Yeah. I mean, I I want to say, watching Hereditary, I did enjoy the movie very much. Um, I don't know if scared is the right word. I don't know if I was scared watching it. I was very much uncomfortable, oh. and I was very much disturbed. Okay. But That's fair. I you weren't scared. Don't think I was really scared. I I see where you're coming from. Like I was I was scared shitless. Yeah. Uh, but like I don't know. Just I could the, see in the right mindset. I could see it just being like rather yeah. than like God. Like I am scared. You know. Like when you went home at night well, after like watching the movie, did you have trouble sleeping? Yes. Like, were you, okay, Hardcore. See, yeah. I did me. not. I was I was okay the whole time though that I was watching it. I was tense and I was like. There was, I, like, parts where I wanted to cry. Like, yeah. the free... I don't want to spoil anything, but Charlie... Oh, wait, are we not spoiling? No, no, no. We no, are spoiling. We just went, oh, this is all about spoilers. Like, wait, so it's, why don't you want to spoil anything? Well, I don't, we just haven't even wait, discussed wait, just any like, bit of the plot it's yet. To, to jump to the most, like, crucial moments exactly. of the movie at the beginning uh, of so the podcast So let's just go from not, the beginning, <laughs> and then we will work not, our way yeah. to... All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start... Can I... Please. Make a suggestion? Please. Instead of starting with the first scene of the movie, let's start with the trailer. Can we start with the trailer? I don't actually, I don't even remember the trailer. Well, I remember it. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody that I talked to before going to see Hereditary was like, it's really good, but if you can help it, don't watch the trailer. Yeah, for real. It spoils is it really? a lot. And it is a bummer. But also, that trailer got me so interested in seeing the movie, and I tried to forget everything. Yeah. So I feel like the trailer's effective, but I, I guess do the tra- think yeah, that if you're going to watch the movie, but... don't watch it. And we have three different perspectives of it, because you watched the whole trailer. I started the trailer and stopped it, and you've not seen it. I mean, it. I may have seen it, but like I do didn't not make it remember That's at good. all. Like, yeah. I, went, I basically went into Hereditary, like, Blind. But also the thing about the trailer is mm-hmm. it makes it seem like the whole movie's about Charlie. It, see, that's Honestly, that's yeah. the one thing I sort of remember from yeah. the trailers thinking because I went into the movie thinking Charlie was going to be the the haunt. And they uh, they really wanted you to think that. They did that's a good. good. That. I'm glad that's they good. did. Me that. too. Very Me too. glad. Yeah. Just like and, and honestly it's like a callback or like a shout out to like Scream. Absolutely. They want they Absolutely. cast Drew Barrymore in the Have you seen Scream? 
I have actually, yeah. Okay, so Drew Barrymore was the biggest star at the time, and she mm-hmm. dies in the first scene, and that was intentional on the part of Kevin Williamson. They wanted cool. it to be like That's shocking, cool. and like you just are so uneasy from yeah. the start. It's like anybody could die, it's n- you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was sort of a, a little. That's a good one. You yeah. Know? yeah. That's my favorite horror movie. So this is uh, I what this movie is awesome. We love it already. Obviously, you can tell from our comments so far. One of the most amazing things about this movie for me is that uh, Ari Aster, the Mm -hmm. writer-director, this is his first feature-length movie. Yeah. That's crazy. I meant to ask you before we started. You've seen his short films. No. Or you have? I haven't seen it. The the problem with the Johnsons or whatever it's called? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just curious. I I haven't seen it. I've heard people talking about it, including him, but... um, no, we haven't watched it. Okay. No, I'm just curious. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it is. It's I just think that's bonkers. Very impressive. That's crazy, because the movie yeah. was like I hope tight. he can, I hope he can, you know, do it again. deliver again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy, because I was looking at the script, um, and, it, and it's like, so the movie, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, it was originally three hours long. He cut off an hour. Oh, mm. You guys know that? Fucking an hour? He cut off an hour, 30 scenes. Jeez. Yeah. What else was in that, that uh, time, like, do you know? I was reading um, a lot of the script, and a lot of it feels pretty superfluous. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's definitely good that he took it out. It, it, it's a lot of family drama stuff, because he, he marketed it as, a, like, a family drama that curdles into an, a nightmare. Literally, did I that have was... that written down? Oh, for real? Yeah. Right, like, right and that was here. something we had discussed, too, that I've, I've talked about with people after watching this movie. Is like, it could have been just a really powerful like family yeah. drama mm-hmm. yeah. and he sort of infused and I think that is more like that is uh, one way to just make a great horror film I is agree. to have a good story and infuse horror elements into it yes. as long as it doesn't feel forced um, and I think that's one of the reasons why Hereditary works so well is because I was really invested in mm-hmm. the family dynamics and all of Same. this stuff and even though we didn't know all along like what was yeah. going on we really even after the movie ended it was like what was that <laughs> what, what happened yeah. yeah it was like still just the relationship of the family members was super like interesting absolutely and it gave it real stakes yes real I, yes real true stakes absolutely. that you could like literally see right in front of you you yeah. know it was this family just being destroyed by what what uh these satanists <laughs> took from them but they didn't know satanists. it Fun are they fact, though? They are are they, how do you know? They are. I've I've done it actually right after this movie because that shit interests me so yeah. much, like demonology not and all Satanists. that stuff. I they are not, mm-hmm. ta- not Satanism is a there's a whole there's 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 things we've talked about mm-hmm. Satanism on the yes, podcast. Yes, um, shades too. This is this is based on so like they say the name Payman or Paymon or whatever. Okay. Um, he is like a demon within the sort of like. There's like a whole demonology sort of lore. Yeah, he's it's a not demon based king. in any theological text. Like it's not based on like the Bible or sure. anything. It's oh, based it's not. On, not wow. really. It's sort of you know Dante's Inferno is not, you know, biblically canon. Mm. You know, it's that sort of a thing. Mm. It's like the seven la- people talk about the seven layers of hell just as if it was like biblically canon at times, mm. even though it was a yeah. piece of fiction. This is the same sort of thing that people will talk about, like. these demons and there's like inspired by yeah 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 yeah. and it's all like there's like all these old books and stuff and none of them obviously have any real grounding but like one of the demons is payment and he's like a god of um i'm really pissed i can't remember i'm gonna look (laughs) it up later but it's very relevant to the story and it's actually super fucking oh cool it's pretty fucking so this is based on like a pre-existing 
yes. theory or a pre-existing... Pre-existing, like, a cult of payment could totally exist. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this wasn't something that, like, he invented. He did not ra- gotcha. make up gotcha, payment gotcha. and this sort of, like, mm-hmm. cult. Now, it is... It does have, like, elements of, like, obviously it's, like, a demon they're worshipping. He's, like, yeah. a, a malevolent evil god. Like, energy. definitely evil energy. For, he's decapitating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, he's decapitating uh, people for Christ. <laughs> okay, for God's sake, he's decapitating people. It's, I love the God and Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, that was the first thing I looked up after this movie because I was like, that mm-hmm. shit is That's cool. metal as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie, let's talk about let's talk about this movie. This movie's crazy. It really is. Yeah. It's a ride. It starts off. It stars Alex Wolf. From Naked Brothers Band fame. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I only it's... know that because of you. Really? Dude, I, oh, hope, yeah. I hope that boy I'm gets an Oscar nom, and I hope uh, Tony Do Collette you? does. Oh, Tony Collette was incredible. Yes. Yeah. I actually, th- I honestly really think was. he did even a little better than she I did. I thought he did well. But, uh, I think so I think good. I just have negative feelings going into it when it comes to Alex Wolf. Really? I, like, Why? I What's up? Like, you don't want like him to succeed. I think he's kind of a... Oh. A, a little bit of a tool. I don't know. I don't wow. have any insider knowledge. Oh, I don't know him at all. As far as I don't either. I've never met the kid, but um, um, well, vibes, you know. They're both incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie's method actor the whole time. So that's the fact uh, that oh, really? I was gonna that I shared with Cosme um, had to do with method acting what for the scene. You might already know this fact since you know so many hereditary facts. The scene where he slams his head on the desk. No. Oh yeah, you no. know this fact. He yeah. wanted to do it, and I quote, "break his own nose" for that scene. Like he wanted to slam his head into the desk until wow, his I nose Wow, I didn't know that broke. he had the, that intention. That to break was the his intention. Nose? The director said, "No, yeah. we're not going to do that." Yeah. Um, and so he was like, "We're going to have a very soft desk that you can slam your nose into, like whatever." So he went into it thinking that it was going to be cushioned, and it wasn't. So wasn't he it partly cushioned? Slammed his head down, and the he like actually started bleeding. Wow, his nose started bleeding. That's but awesome. like, just anybody who goes into it being like, "I want to break my own nose," I'm like, "That's crazy." Get over y'all. yourself. Like, it's the same thing with like, give it up for the art. No, 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 not not for that, bro. It makes that's me stupid. think that's of stupid. Shia LaBeouf yeah. when he was filming Fury. He was like, "I'm gonna rip my own tooth out," and he actually did it. There was a scene in Fury oh, where he wow. ripped his own tooth out for the movie. Fucking Jim and, Carrey chipped his own tooth for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and that's like, I'm not Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp had like actual tattoos for Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's kind of cool. I'm sorry for that. No, I like that. No, be honest. But I don't think it should be encouraged. I think it's a thing where it's like you aren't doing it for the art you're doing it so that people talk about it and say, "Can you believe that he's so passionate about this project? (laughs) Can you believe that he is like so invested in this work?" It's like you're not doing it for the movie. You're doing it for your own personal accolades. I think at that. I feel like I get that though, because you get to this point where you are doing, you're trying to make this art, and you feel like you need to justify it. Like, why is it me? And so you say, I'm going to put all of myself into it. I'm going to put my body on the line. I need to prove to myself and then other people that I should have been doing it. So that's, imagine, that's, how I, that's how I feel. Imagine that, but also it's like you got your start on a Nickelodeon show that your parents bought for you. Like, think yeah. about that's it that way. That's definitely part of it, though. Yeah, I bet that's like, out of his mind. I like yeah, him. I, don't know. I, I like him. No, I just I think, do think it's he stupid did. that he would ever want to break his own fucking nose. I totally agree. <laughs> like, I think he did stupid. a great job, but it's also like, get over yourself. There's like, there's like doing your own stunts, and then there's like literally, he's just be, Wait, he's just slamming his face into a desk. I like, also have like, problems with actors choosing to do their own stunts. I think that's very selfish. That is true, yeah. 
unless they are trained stuntmen themselves, I agree. I I think it's so selfish. Put a lot of people out of work. You absolutely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and puts a lot of people in danger, and not just not just the actors themselves, but everyone else. Exactly. It's if you get injured, so many people are going to lose their jobs over that. Um. Anyways, um, this movie opens up on a fun funeral. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk? Since we we are at the beginning, yes. I have a question. I don't know if it can be answered. It might be okay. a bad idea just bringing it out here. I want to hear. I don't know if there's any ball. easy answers. Let's drop it. But um, Bush do the very first yes. shot <laughs> is trained on the treehouse. The very first shot is, is trained on the treehouse. So? Yes, is it and not then it moves scene? to the dollhouses. Okay, that's what I thought. I was remembering the dollhouses. It, it's okay. trained on the treehouse okay. outside the window. Then it moves to the dollhouses, and then it introdu- introduces the, the movie. But I, 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 I'm just curious. What's the significance of the treehouse? Because it starts with the treehouse. It ends with the treehouse. Um, What's her name? Annie is is constantly sleeping there um, yeah. instead of her own home, uh, as well as Charlie. Uh, and and in the original script, and I, I think like in, in cut scenes, also Peter sleeps tries to sleep there and finds Annie sleeping there, so mm. he leaves. Maybe it's a it's it's like one of those like unconscious like like forces that's like driving them to be drawn to this place this place mm-hmm. of like at the end worship mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't think there's anything specific about like their specific treehouse but i think the the power they give by worshiping there and this like cult is like they're around you know they're yeah. they're moving the chess pieces and stuff mm-hmm. so like that to them could have already been their place of worship they could yeah. have already sort of made that the place and endowed it with that's that energy true. and, and that these people sense. who are affected by this thing being brought in would obviously be drawn towards that energy that's... yeah i didn't notice that when you first said it but i had sort of the same idea when you were explaining it is that maybe this is just the place where they feel comfortable because i remember mm-hmm. them being all drawn to it i didn't i didn't remember that it opened on the treehouse yeah, that's interesting that's i watched it twice yeah. <laughs> You're the like, oh <laughs> i love that it closed in there uh-huh but um yeah, man, that's I. Uh, the dollhouses are. I don't know if I get them. I love them, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know if I, I think like... that was just a stylistic choice. Oh, I don't even think into there was it. Any There's a lot to be said about them, though. I, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, especially like there, there, there's that. Um, well, like for Annie's character, she even says out loud, uh, like it's a neutral view of the accident. Yeah. Like it, it, it's a way that she copes with exactly. like her trauma. Absolutely. But then also, I think thematically, these dollhouses represent the the futility. Like they are pawns in this uh, I mean, in this system that is swallowing them whole from the very beginning exactly. of the movie, and we don't That's even so know true. it. So it's like they are yeah. like pawns in a game and like exactly. the outside looking in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. It's just representative of the force that is, you know, manipulating all of them. Exactly. I yeah. loved that. I love the way they introduced the first scene going into the house. Yeah. I really wonder how they did that because those miniatures must have been very accurate, but uh, yeah, I guess they, they did a, the effects. He did a Reddit AMA or whatever, Ari Aster, uh-huh. um, and someone asked about the miniatures, and like he gave credit. Like there's like mm. this is awesome miniature artist who did like all of them, and I don't remember what he said, so forgive me for bringing it up and not knowing <laughs> it. But he he did mention something about that. Remember the the main dollhouse in the sort of foyer area, yeah, yeah. Or like with the tree going like through the house, that sort of a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. He answered a question about the significance of that specific one and the lights 
that yeah. are on in it during, you know, that sort of a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the answer, so forget it. Check out Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone go to reddit.com. Um, check out the AMA. <laughs> this is a plug. This yeah. is a plug for I didn't Reddit, the fourth largest website in the world. Is it really? It is. What are the first it overtook three? Facebook. Probably Google's number one, I would assume. Probably. What about, mm. um, where's Ask Jeeves on that? <laughs> I would assume Did, second. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Where's so. MySpace.com? Oh, that actually, it they passed first. They're their own. They're so far and they're, ahead. They're, they're like a number zero. zero. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, this movie opens on a fun, fun funeral of the, like, sort of matriarch of the family. Yeah. Um, she's Charlie and... Peter. Alex Wolf. Yeah, Char- Charlie and Peter's grandma. <laughs> Uh, do you want know the character names? I wrote them all down. Annie's the mom. Yeah. Uh, Ellen is the grandma. Oh, okay. Peter is Alex Wolf. Uh, Charlie's obviously the little girl. Yeah. The dad is Steve. 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 Don't we even know his movie. name was Steve? That's like not a horror movie name. No, it's not at all. Steve. Unless you're a teenager who's going to get killed. Stranger Things. There's a Steve in Stranger Things. Yeah, there it is. Mm. Good, good um, call. Good catch. <laughs> What I loved about the the opening sort of of this movie is the speech she gives about her mom. Mm. It's like immediately sets the tone. I knew exactly how that mom was and I knew exactly how she felt about her mom. And I was like, oh, it's like that kind of movie. Oh, man. I love that was like Tony Collette just like right out the gate just like mm-hmm. kicking ass. There's mm. so much like you don't expect to come back like her her, her saying I'm su- I'm su- I'm surprised by all the faces. I'm heartened by yes. all the people yeah. who showed up. And the man? Yeah, yes. the man, yes. the smile. The man oh, who's watching God. Charlie as she passes by. I did not get that. The casket until after. Yeah, and until someone told me. Second <laughs> viewing. I recognize because he's in the same sort of exact like yeah. position too, right? He's just like standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like a weird it's like something you're watching and you're like that was kind of weird, but then you you forget about it. Right. You know. Right. Which is the beauty of this movie because the movie's filled just like to the brim with all of those moments this is like whereas a lot of other horrors it's like neon signs pointing to look at this foreshadowing clue look at this look at this it was hard to tell and in the same way i saw it from like almost the opposite side where it's like in so many horror movies there are so many red herrings right where it's like they use just this freaking weird dude at the funeral to be like oh he's scary but it's like he never comes back up you know i i I might be jumping ahead but that's how i felt about the the telephone pole yeah. The sigil on oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, totally. oh, they're telling us witches are out there, mm-hmm. or you know, I, 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 I didn't trust the movie enough for that to be so significant. Same. But I think that's totally why it same. delivered exactly. so strongly, yes. then, because you sort of doubted as as it went along. And it's just yeah. like it's like breadcrumbs just throughout, like yeah. like leading you there the whole time, and you almost don't even just like know you're being led there. Which mm-hmm. is like I'm fascinated. Your second viewing, yeah. were there other things that you noticed that like you had missed the first time around or things that were more significant maybe definitely i really loved watching the woman who uh, convinces joan. annie her name's joan yeah. yeah oh yeah 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 i just did the whole the whole beat yeah, yeah i'm <laughs> glad you did it's cuz when you when you see her as some like malicious force it, it it's it's very creepy like oh like um there's this one shot that i i really loved what they did with it cuz Tony Collette, Annie, is, is leaving the, the place. She's not going to go into the, the group therapy. Yeah. Um, so it's a shot from the car um, looking out. And you expect there to be a jump scare. That's the expectation they set for you by setting up that yeah. shot. But there isn't. There's just this like really kind-looking woman who appears. Like, and she's flagging the car down. 
and a nice conversation happens afterwards and you're so relieved by it but that that is the monster that is yes. the malicious mm-hmm. force and we just have no you just have no idea like yeah. it's just like like the the wolves being pulled over our eyes mm-hmm. yeah. she also I, I did not get that actress's name written down she is so good she's like, excellent I, it, I I sensed a little bit of something weird because she was like almost too nice, but like I was so, I was still like very much like, this wolf is so nice. But even when like they start doing the sort of seancey thing, it's like she's being so kind and so genuine and like seems like she's really trying to help her Mm -hmm. at the same time being such a freaking weirdo that it's like disturbing. (laughs) That's like, it was back to being like, this movie was so unsettling. It wasn't scary. It was like, what is. What is this? Make my it's skin such a crawl. crazy juxtaposition too within her, like because she was such a sweet sort of older, like a, like unassuming, like like you know, like yeah. yeah. And oh, it's crazy. she played that entirely. She didn't play that like someone acting. She didn't play that like a character who's acting. She played that like she was just acting that role. Like she gave it mm. her best performance, and. That's why it's so insidious and scary. Mm-hmm. It, it, she's so convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they I love that. That's actually it's funny when I like when I was doing like high school theater back in the day. There was like a scene where my character was like lying to the the woman in the scene. And obviously, I knew that. We all knew that from the outside, but the characters mm-hmm. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Only my character did. And I was like playing it like I was lying. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of as like a wink to the audience or something. My director's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, oh, he's, he's lying." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, do you think he's going to act like he? Do you, like, you have to sort of convince yourself you're telling the truth right. to like lie, you know, and to like." I just think that I. That's super interesting. Yeah, and it, it makes it that much more malicious. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because she has to like. She is kind of helping her, and yeah. like, like she, in a, for a she's second, helping her at but least. for selfish reasons. Yes. Like she is actually uh, helping her, mm-hmm. but it's for a reason that like Annie doesn't mm-hmm. realize yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard. Now I, I had some friends that complained that the movie was a little slow. They're wrong. And I, I don't get I, that honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm looking at this beat sheet, I was like, I'm pretty detailed with it. It pretty quickly gets to the party. Yeah. I, I think if you're going into it being like, I can't wait to be scared, maybe. Sure. It might be, it might be slow. Yeah, I think that's a big thing with this movie is people have that expectation. They want to go and like, I, uh, to be honest, I, I kind of had that expectation. Like, I saw It and I watched it again after doing um, Edibles just because yeah. I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, and it that was fun. fun. That sounds It great. was fun. Um <laughs> And I did that again with uh, Hereditary, you did. and I forgot that this isn't a fun movie. It's oh, not. Bro. It's not like a. Yeah. They really take you on a painful experience. You're yeah. seeing this family. How was it on it's... Edibles? What was that like? Um, it was never... scary. I, when, yeah. I, this, when I saw it, I saw it with Louise on Edibles. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but we never. I never asked you what it was like because I when we were watching the the scene with Charlie that we'll get to. Yeah, I was so uncomfortable I was crying yeah. I was like I never want to watch this again I'm so mad at Louise for making me watch this like, I was like just yeah. I was physically like oh, so man. upset and like mm-hmm. it made me so mad and I was like I don't know how he's doing this on edibles right now <laughs> I, I straight up was like that how why did he see this one time because at that point it's like the biggest 
I mean, so much more happens in the movie right, that it's right. like. But that, yeah. But when that happens, it is so effective. And it comes it's out it's like so, so I was like, it how like. is he watching this for a second time, yeah. and also for a second time on edibles? Like, right. Yeah. It just blew my mind. We're, we're talking about that scene, the the scene where she hits her head. Mm-hmm. Um. I the second time watching we're it, we're being so careful, but it's like okay, <laughs> they all know. They all know. They all know. I, I was so I, I I've never been I've never tr- I don't turn away from films. I don't turn away from anything. Like um, I I really had trouble rewatching that scene because it's shot so brutally. Yeah, and it's so oh gosh, it's so gory and horrible and so quick. Yeah. And painful. And, and I, I, I like fogged up my glasses trying not to see it. It's like stretched out. Like it is so quick and instantaneous, but like the, the that aftermath is stretched so, out. Like, but even leading up to it is so stretched out. Right. Like I That's immediately true. got uncomfortable when they were chopping walnuts at the party. Yes. Yes. So they go to this party, Peter mm-hmm. goes to this party, Tony Collette's character Annie forces him to bring his little sister Charlie. Mm-hmm. We've established <laughs> from the beginning that she's allergic to nuts. Yes. Deathly allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. They go to this party and just the very, one of the first things we see when they walk in is people chopping walnuts. And I straight up was like, no. Yep. Like, mm-mm. I was so upset. Doesn't she even give like a side eye yeah. to like that area too? Like, I think it's Charlie literally like a close in. up on the walnuts rack focus to like Charlie. <laughs> they, they, yeah. In the and background. Just it's they, just like they twist the knife yeah. when, when she's like. Peter's like, go get a slice of cake. And she's like, they're not giving cake to everyone. And he was like, yes, go ask for a piece. I don't know. Like, I'm going to cry just thinking about it right now. Like, just that little exchange of her being like, "Mm, well, I can't have a piece of cake. And I was like, no, she shouldn't have a piece of cake. (sighs) Can we talk about how do you guys feel about Peter's culpability after knowing um, what's happening in the movie? Do you feel like he is a bad brother? Do you feel like he... Because he's, he he wasn't responsible, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, we also know that this... Do you mean in the, this, in the immediate mean, post of the incident where he's, like, sort of sitting in the car for a while and then he goes to bed without even, like... No, more like, like, taking her to the, like, party, um, um, not making sure about the nuts, uh, leaving her, etc. And I then actually, driving her high, etc. All, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. no, it's a great question. He, one, should have called an ambulance. That's just, like, a fact. Um, <laughs> he shouldn't have left her alone at the party. He should place. not. I was so angry at him yes. for going, I have a little brother. He's my favorite person in the whole world. I never would have taken him to a party in the first place. Absolutely, yeah. I absolutely would have kept an eye on him the entire time. Not even because I'm, like, scared of what's going to happen, but, like, I want to make sure he's having fun. Yeah. Like, he was so, he acted so selfishly in that that I didn't even feel bad for him. Not yeah. for no really? part of this movie. See, I was actually going to kind of say, I actually thought they could have easily made him look, like, way bigger of a douchebag. She's 13 years old. Yeah. She's not a... She's not a baby. But like, also, what which, was yeah. Annie thinking? What was Annie? Annie's the the yeah. the what the was Annie thinking? Here, Especially think, because but... she suspected that he was going to be drinking anyway. Yes. Why yes. would she expose her? In, her, to in that? her defense, he assured her. Yeah, he was he lying. Was he well, he said he said I'm not going to be drinking. Alcohol. Yeah, and then she said, "Bring your sister." And then she said, "Now, really, no drinking." So it's like she knows that it's going to yeah. be an option. It's she knows there's going to be kids around drinking. That it's like, why would you even want? It's made me so angry. Last time I was that angry in a movie was in It when that kid was getting bullied <laughs> oh. and I was I was like shaking. I was yeah. so mad. Which when there's kids in it like Oh yeah. When kids Henry are or the Henry's bullying the like bigger uh, kid. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Right. But yeah. Um so angry. So, so she, she eats the cake. She eats the cake. She gets a 
Dude, that, when the asthma attacks start, or sorry, not asthma, the allergy attack started, yeah. that was when I was like, ooh. Ooh, like I started getting like the heebie-jeebies. They yeah. get in the car and dude. That's the, what I mean. They draw. It's they, so It is dragged long. out. Yeah. It's dragged out. And then I thought he was going to flip the car or something. Yeah. I thought he was oh, going to. Yeah. There were so many things that could have happened. That was the last thing I expected to happen. So yeah. she's like, she is struggling for her. She cannot breathe. Oh, he like God, throws her. In the, he carries her out of the party. He throws her in the back of the car. She is like holding her throat. She cannot take a breath. So she rolls down the window trying to get, like, oxygen mm-hmm. and sticks her head out thinking that'll help. I can't even... And, you know, and he sees <laughs> what he... He thinks he sees a dead animal on the road, swerves, mm-hmm. and as she's... Because she's sticking out of the window, she hits the pole and is decapitated. And that's the moment that I was like, I hate this movie. I'll never watch it again. I am so angry. Uh, I'm <laughs> crying. I've never had an... I've, I've been in a lot of, like, pretty good audiences or a lot of pretty, like, sort of responsive audiences. This one was, like, as soon as that happened... Everyone shut the fuck up mm-hmm. because everyone like the clicks had been established. Like, yeah. and so everyone in my audience is being a dick and just like randomly. I really? hate people. People Dude. are different when they go to a horror movie. Yeah, they agree. really are. I hate it. Oh, I hate wow. it. But the best moment was when that happened and everyone shut the fuck up for like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> they pretty much shut up for the rest of the movie because yeah. of that. Like, so I sudden, so, so horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And that shot of him. I'm sorry, I'm talking. No, go well, for I, it. the shot of him immediately after. I'm so glad they didn't immediately like yeah. show. Like, oh it was gosh. just him, Absolutely. and I, I was like, I just like could not believe it. I was like, like muttering to myself, like, oh my god, oh my it god, was. Oh my god, oh my but god. also, his reaction was so, like, I don't. It's one of those things where it's like this. We don't know how we react in that situation. Yeah. Shock does dr- crazy like, things because he knows what happened. He knows that there is no chance of like that she's still alive. But he never turns around. And it's like and one of those things where it's like, he should turn around, but also like, why would he? And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so foreign. To, like, that's never happened. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen to people. I uh, really it's so disturbing. I, I loved it because um, I, in a lot of horror movies, or I guess just movies in general, when something um, really affecting and, and horrible happens that, that, that shocks you, um, they don't give it the justification afterwards. Like, this that moment is so horrible to watch. It's so visceral, but the rest of the movie is about it. Yes, it really I, justifies yes, absolutely the pain that they put you through, and that's you feel it. respected as an audience member. Absolutely, and that's why when it first happened, I was so angry and so upset, and was like, "I'll never watch this again." Like I'm terribly like it was really disturbing. But the yeah. rest of the movie, like by the time I finished it, was like mm-hmm. there was okay, a like I'm, technical I'm, reason for it. Yeah. As fucked up as it all is mm-hmm. like it wasn't just like they were decapitating a little girl just for the fuck of it you know um god they damn. had definitely like eased you into a comfort yes to man. where when that that happened it was disturbing but mm-hmm. like i understand that as like and it's know. crazy because the movie just goes from there you know <laughs> like um it's super funny after because they, they have the funeral for her oh that shot of Tony Collette, like on the ground in her bedroom, just like swaying. Oh I want to die. I yeah, yeah. That was that was hard. That yeah. was like I I I had to like turn away. That was bad. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the movie was taking. I thought this was the movie's turn. I thought the movie's turn was. We thought it was going to be Charlie being like a creepy, weird, possessed kid. Yeah. And then Charlie dies, and I was like, Oh, Charlie's going to haunt it. Yeah, definitely yeah. thought Charlie was coming back. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just knew she was going to be resurrected. Or Same, something. Sure. And uh, it's not really what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I just like I thought I thought that was interesting because I really thought that's what it was going to be when he was like hearing the clicks and just like going around being and just the way the first act was set up it seemed like she was the lead Mm -hmm. you know that's like that's who we were gonna follow Mm -hmm. so yeah for sure then we, uh, then actually, I thought we met Joan earlier. We actually meet Joan right after Charlie's death. I thought mm-hmm. it was met, she was met in the initial support group scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but she comes in, and that's when Annie mentions the, uh, one of my favorite fucking details in the entire fucking movie, the paint thinner while she's sleepwalking. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. hugely important. Yeah. I feel like if you miss that, like, you would yeah. be like lost for the she, rest of it she annie says she she admits to joan that she sleeps walks she she sleepwalks sorry is that when and she says it yeah did she say it to joan or did she say She's, it in the whole meeting to joan i well maybe the whole meeting i, I thought she remember. said it to the whole meeting but maybe i'm it, not it was in that scene yeah that's how i'm happens. remembering it but yeah it could be that it's y'all are probably right um but she just mentions that she sleepwalks yeah. she woke up to find charlie and peter covered in paint thinner and she had a lit match in her hand or like yeah. had a match in her hand and it really illustrates the distance between her and her kids, especially like Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the the scenes that were cut are just um, like showing that distance between them. Like um, she come, she, she's going to her room, and we see Peter's door closing. It's mm-hmm. you know it's stuff like that, mm-hmm. and some other scenes. I'm glad they were cut. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel like it hurt the pacing at all. Yeah. It really, it honestly made it more effective because I was reading those scenes and a lot of them, like, one is uh, Steve goes into Charlie's room, looks at her drawings one by one. He sees um, yeah. that the drawings are done, sees that there's a blank page that's next, then he starts crying. And that's, like, just a scene. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so much more powerful to illustrate that with less. So, I mean, we, 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 can, we can empathize with that. And it, 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 without slowing down the pacing and propelling the story. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Um, <coughs> and then uh, that's when we learn how to seance. Old Joan's oh, got yes. some tricks up her creepy little sleeves. <laughs> it was, that was that scene, dude, legit one of my favorites in the whole movie. That just was... because it was like, oh, I felt like I was discovering it like with her. Because that was the first time they really hinted at like right. another, you know, mm-hmm. force. Any something supernatural beyond, ex- element. Superna- at exactly, all. exactly. That's yeah, the turn of that. the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh god, dude. Because oh, because they get the lights low, and Joan's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. When, and so when for half of it, you out. think Joan's crazy. Right. For half of it, you're like, this woman is off her rocker. Yeah. yeah. And then like, shit actually happens. Oh, Tony Collette sold that scene so <laughs> yeah. well. I mean, she. In real life, she sat down and we're like, we're going to blow air on you and that's a ghost and you have to freak out. And it has to be this big existential crisis that you're having as well as these like uh, basal fears. Yeah. And it's all happening at once in the middle of you thinking that this woman's just a a, a batshit crazy and you're going to go home. Everything's going to be the same. And she delivered it. She really sold that scene because I feel like that must have been the hardest one to act. That's a hard fucking scene to do. It's a hard thing to play. How do you play existential, like, Mm -hmm. realization while being terrified, you know? Wonderful. That shit's hard. It was was so good. So good. So then uh, I think various haunting scenes happen, just those Mm -hmm. little things. Ooh, I think it's a good point to talk about the transitions of the movie. Oh, please. 
loved them. All the doll, because obviously the doll houses were used a lot. And then there's that, it was the one, it's the exterior of the house. And they would show it at night, and they would show it at daytime. Mm-hmm. And This is the doll house you're the, talking about? Or the the real doll house? house slash, like, it was, it almost looked like a, what is it, a bouquet shot where they, like, it, it makes it all look like miniatures, even though it's not. It's like, oh, oh I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm about. talking about? It's like mm-hmm. used in the intro of, like, Silicon Valley, shit mm-hmm. like that, like. Sherlock. It's a really cool effect. It, it yeah. actually makes things look it's, like miniatures. Uh, Game Night uses it a lot. Okay. Um, but the uh, it's the outside of their house, and the, it would suddenly sometimes change from like light to mm. night and stuff like that. Match cut. And I don't know about the first half of the movie, but the last half, every time it changed, there was oh, something cool. a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but right near the end, it goes to night one time, and during the day, it just looks normal, and then at night, suddenly all the naked cultists yeah, appear. Yeah, I remember that. And they're cool. Dude, you, you I did not even that, notice that. Oh, nope. Oh, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. There were a lot of, I do remember that one, but one when I was watching this movie, for some reason, all of the like legit scary parts, I was like looking away or mm-hmm. like blinking. Like honestly, there were so many things where like the mm-hmm. whole audience would react. And I would be like, oh, man, something happened like, <laughs> that I missed. But that one I do remember. So I don't know about, yeah. I thought everybody saw it, but I guess See, not. I don't think anyone in my theater noticed it. I noticed mm. it and I was, like, I was like, oh, shit. So when the naked cultists appear, I actually kind of wasn't surprised. Because yeah. it's like right before the final but it's scene. it's like you see that and it's still like, what? what? It's so what very fucking Yeah, weird. so then it's like you get an it's explanation so later on. So which creepy. is a thing that I liked about this movie. It's like they introduce something and they don't explain it until later. It's like you have to be... You have to be in it. My, exactly. my favorite example of that yeah. is uh, like when Charlie's cutting the head off of the pigeon. Yep. Which already, I mean, Charlie him, her, him or herself is already Maybe an exemplification care. of what you're talking about. Yeah. Because we have no idea why she's so socially stinted. Uh, you know, it's because she's a, the, a kin demon. Yeah. Um, and she sees this woman. She's I think she's behind a gate. And it's just. It was Joan, wasn't it? No, yes. it was wait. How, I think it, it was a different woman the right. first time. The first time, okay, but later on, when she's telling Peter, he's hearing. It Joan. might be Joan though. I might be wrong. Don't call me. On I that. need to watch it again. But I she, she, that woman. I love that shot because yeah. it's so creepy. But um, it's because these things, they just don't add up. What, like, why is this woman across the street behind a gate looking at Charlie? And like beckoning her almost, yeah. it, it, using that weird language too. Mm-hmm. Was she using the language? Yeah, she was, had a couple phrases in that language oh, as wow. well. I loved that because so cool. it really it does feel. I feel like this movie captured um, what evil, like real, true Satan evil, would would look like. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I, I, and, and that one shot, she, it, it, it feels like she's beckoning you, and you don't understand why, and it just feels very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, man. I love that I, scene. The, uh, so then, we're on to um, Annie trying her own little <laughs> seance in the um, middle of the night, which is a, that is a hard scene. The beginning of that scene, man, could you imagine, like, because this is so far into the movie, like, obviously, like, Annie's, like, losing her mind mm-hmm. from the viewpoint of Peter and Steve. Mm-hmm. And she's dragging them down in the middle of the night to try a fucking seance. They've yeah. never heard anything about this before, you know. But it, like, I just think it's, like, a testament to Tony Collette and also just, like, the director of the movie that, like, that didn't seem crazy for I, her to attempt at this point absolutely like it wasn't a, a stretch for her to be like okay now i'm gonna try this like like we I, were on her side exactly and it's like mm-hmm. yeah i don't i think 
Because, like, it would it could have just as easily gone the other way, where it's like, oh, now she's crazy. Mm-hmm. She's losing her mind. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was like, okay, like, this is the next logical step for her, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. They, they mention a detail, I don't remember, but I, it was mentioned earlier in the movie that came into play later, and it's the idea of, like, during these seances or whatever, needing the whole family in the house or that's right, mm-hmm. that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Initially, apparently, that line was uh, whole family in the room. And then they added in the whole grandma in the attic thing. Um, later on, oh. had to change it to whole family in the house. Oh, so I didn't even realize that. Yeah, bro, that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yikes. A, that's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that the actually that the seance scene that Tony Collette does, mm-hmm. I think like she's already had of course like six great acting moments so far. But oh, like yeah, the whole thing. That whole thing where she gets possessed by Charlie. That's very like, true. Yeah. That was like I was legit creeped out in this theater while I was watching this. Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Peter's screaming, um, what is he screaming? I, I can't even... He, he's screaming, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, oh, God, it hurts, dude. It just, like, it hurts to watch. It hurts, because, like, even taking out, like we've, you know, talked before, like, if you remove the horror elements from it, it's this mom who's, like, desperately trying to cope with the death of her daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is her desperate attempt to like, you know, bring her daughter back into her life. Like it's so heartbreaking, and it's so real. Like I, I could see someone doing that, and like yeah. as like sad and fucked up as that is, like mm-hmm. despair and like like that those those emotions bring people to do things like yeah. that. You know, because like, I cannot imagine that pain I, at all. So it's mm-hmm. like if someone gives you a little bit of hope that like you can talk to that person again, like why, I don't why blame her one on second yeah. for, for especially if it's your trying. daughter. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, oh. it's just super like it pay it, like yeah the payoff and justification. It's like it's in all this there. scene, um, I wanted to ask you guys, what did you think of the humor in the movie? Because the humor is very it's very subtle. Like he he looks under the the table, for example, on that one thing, and it's not exactly humorous, but people people laugh because I mean they they're looking for relief as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then also lines like. Um, what is even that? He says, what is even that? And that made people chuckle. Or, what is that? Yeah, because he, he, he just misspeaks, basically. Oh, and he okay. says, what is even that? Oh, right, 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 right. And that's enough to make people in the audience chuckle. There, there's another instance of something like that. where, uh, And he's like, you're just sitting there with that face on your face. Right. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have that scene written down. That fucking dinner scene oh, the where dinner she's scene. screaming at him. Where she says, doesn't, isn't that where she says that? Yes. That face on your oh. Yeah, that's Sorry, actually that's yeah, that's before. I think fans, I humor in horror movies is yeah, right before yeah the mm-hmm. best the best thing, but it's also the easiest thing to mess up. And we talked about this when we did our it episode. Mm-hmm. How oh, much really? I hated the humor in the movie, <laughs> how misused it was, and how it took away from the horror of it. I was not scared for a second of it because mm-hmm. there were so many parts where I was laughing immediately after there was a scare. You were laughing. It's mm-hmm. like there was a scare and the kid says something quirky. Like mm-hmm. that was the way they used it in that movie. Like honestly, and I <laughs> think that's true, why yeah. it appealed to such a why large not, yeah. audience mm-hmm. is because people who don't normally like horror movies they weren't really that scared because mm-hmm. immediately afterwards like they were laughing. Mm-hmm. But horror comedies as a genre, mm-hmm. I, it's like my favorite 
my favorite thing. Like Scream oh, is cool. my favorite yeah. horror uh, movie, and it yeah, is. You like don't a, like Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. No, well, see, I don't a, like Cabin in the Woods because I think Joss Whedon was trying to do what Scream had already mastered. Oh, okay. So okay. it doesn't measure I, up to I, Scream. I, I, I see what you're saying, but that's a whole. That's a whole episode. Yeah, that's a whole episode. Yeah, it is so true. But no, so I think horror comedy, and I had a professor in college who we talked about this one time and how like romantic comedies don't ever work i mean everyone has their favorite romantic comedies but just Mm -hmm. like as a genre it doesn't work because romance you want people to be happy and Mm -hmm. with comedy you want people to be in pain like humor like pain is what's funny Mm -hmm. so that's why horror comedy works so much better than a romantic comedy uh i think if you watched One Harry Met Sally, just one more time. So Luis and I already disagree about One Harry Met Sally. We've had many a conversation <laughs> about this. You ever seen One Harry Met Sally? No. You're kidding. Oh my god! Okay. Honestly, I'm very well. I'm very badly versed in, in, in Wait, like actually? good rom coms. Okay, we like won't spoil it for you. I mean, it's Please, not really. I I would prefer if you didn't, but like you can. It's not like spoilable, really. When yeah, Harry Met that's Sally. That's fine. I, I assume <laughs> Harry eventually does meet. Sally. They actually, they actually it's basically not not to spoil it. They meet. It's like three different times of them oh, meeting. Oh, so they meet cool. once in college. Mm-hmm. They're in their twenties. Oh, yeah, they don't really get along. Spoil heads. I don't give a fuck. Spoil it. And then in the mid, no. they meet again. They meet again in their thirties, <laughs> and then they develop this like really great oh, okay. friendship. Great. But then the whole thing is mm-hmm. the entire the the through line of the movie is can men and women just be friends? Yes. She says yes, they can. He says no, they can't because sex always gets in the way. So oh my gosh, she honestly you gotta you have watch, to watch it. it. You have to watch it. I gotta watch Louis it. Make our own podcast. But real quick, uh, back yeah, back to what we were talking about. Yes. Um, Thank you, Louis. <laughs> you're the best at this. Yeah. So uh, I don't I, I don't know. I look at the well. It's because this movie um, it makes these concepts like a mon like like some, some demonic or evil presence taking people from you uh, so real. So uh, death. Death is followed by grief in this movie, mm-hmm. as opposed to other horror movies where there's death and just fear of dying. Yeah. Like, you really suffer the consequences of losing someone. You really feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really love what they did with the humor because there's there's no outright jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. No, no, one's, no one's got any quippy one-liners like in The Conjuring. Uh, I don't think The Conjuring has that many quippy one-liners. Yeah, like the guy... The, the, they... Uh, a door opens and they look at it and then a guy comes out of the bathroom and he's like, what? I was just taking a shit. There's you know, always you know, the, like, like the comic relief. The red, the red herring comic Exactly. There's thing, the one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which That's I get relieved some yeah. of the, the, you know, tension or whatever in the movie mm-hmm. it makes you relax until like the next jump scare. Right. With the, with Hereditary specifically though, I, I didn't find it funny. Like Me neither. Like I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> Me I, neither. When, when right. you said humor, I can usually like remember the humor in any horror movie. Right. like most horror movies have it. I can't even remember a single moment yeah. where I even like chuckled. Seriously, like, those like are the saying, only two times. Like yeah. I was saying, I was so tense and so uncomfortable the entire time. If there mm-hmm. was humor, I probably probably went over my head because right. I was so like disturbed. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably the yeah. same. I, like, I, I'm scraping the brain. I can't mm-hmm. find anything. Mm-hmm. Oh. People yeah. laughing during that movie made no sense to me except so for like nice. three clear, like Ari Aster was trying to give you some believable relief like the, what is, is even that like, line the other line that's something i learned in like acting school was like every scene there's humor in everything mm-hmm. you have to find what's funny in order to play it like realistically cool, yeah but like it's not necessarily laugh out loud obviously but with i don't know like 
if I went through and analyzed it like that, if I was writing a paper for film school, like I sure I could find like humorous moments, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that I felt was supposed to, yeah, you know, incite like mm-hmm. lightheartedness at all. Like yeah. everything was super heavy and super yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, intense. Actually, probably maybe could have used a little bit of relief <laughs> at some point in the movie. Like a little bit more yeah. would have made. I love because I say yeah, I say that, if, but like no. right, no, I feel the you. satanic the... presence is hunting you and your family. Yeah. You just wouldn't hey, be mom. cracking jokes. You just wouldn't no. find humor in anything. Nope. I just, I really enjoyed that. Um, we, oh, God. Get off track? No, 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 you're good, you're good. <laughs> I, thought, I was trying to remember where. When does, when does Annie find the body in the attic? That's like the last act. It's sort of the last because Joan vanishes sequence. after the seance, and then she fi- she goes to Joan's place, finds the photo album. That's mm-hmm. where we learn about payment for the first time. And I have way more info about him. In a oh, moment. cool! Um, uh, and we learn that it needs a male host and all that. So I had questions about this. Just the the reality of that whole thing because we had talked about this. Oh yeah. When we got out of the movie. Mm-hmm. You don't remember. I believe you. Um, we went, there were like, I saw it with a couple. To be fair, he was on edibles. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> Luis was there and then we saw it with like some other friends and not me, but somebody else. I don't remember who pointed out that like, you know, they hadn't mentioned, they had alluded to it before where like the grandma wanted Charlie to be a boy uh-huh. because it needed to have a male host. Uh-huh. There was something, we had some question oh. coming out of it of where, like how it was passed down. I, I have the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I totally forgot to mention this. In the very first group therapy session, Annie drops the biggest, most important pieces of exposition in the entire movie. She talks Mm -hmm. about her mom, how her mom was, like, very controlling of her brother. Mm -hmm. And her brother was, like, uh, schizophrenic and claimed that his mother was trying to put voices inside his head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put people inside of him. He put people inside of him Mm -hmm. and he killed himself. And I think, I think it's, like... Very obviously, Grandma was trying to get it in the brother. Yeah. Couldn't happen. So then, Annie would not let, she mentions this in that same monologue, I think, would not let her mother, Ellen, get a hold of Peter, her son. Mm-hmm. They didn't meet, really, or even interact fully. Yeah, they had a no-contact like, policy. Until yeah. he was, like, pretty much an adult, like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But then Charlie happened. Mm-hmm. And... All the attention was put there. So that was where the question came in. I had forgotten about the brother. Right. That was where the confusion was. Mm. So Ellen passed down this demon. What is it? The king? Uh, king payment. demon or whatever? Payment. Okay. I think it's pronounced Paimon. Sure. Am I wrong? The pie I man. Could be wrong. <laughs> the pie man was The found. muffin so man. Ellen <laughs> passed this on to the son. The son then killed himself. Yes. Where does it go back to Ellen? Does it then go to Tony Collette? How how I does it still exist? How does what exist? This demon, this pieman, peeman, whatever. I assume it just it, like his uh, essence returns to you know the hell light that happens in the back. movie, that light thing that Charlie sees and then Peter sees I later. Love That's that. payment. So payment just oh, exists really? regardless of the host. I, then why does I he need so. a human host at to all? enact any sort of will on the world? I guess it's true. Yeah. So the reason Charlie was weird but wasn't like full on possessed. You know, like she was just like kind of just like a creepy, like very strange kid. Yeah. It's because she was a girl. Payment could not fully inhabit her. So why so, did Payment even, and I'm not expecting you to right, have all these answers. Right, I'm just right. still confused and I'm, it's one of I'm those here things. here for it. Why did Payment, why does Payment still need 
the humans to pass it along. Like, why could Payman not just inhabit Peter's body anyway? Because I think I think there's ritual behind it. There's so then it can just go when Charlie dies. He can just go to Peter like on a whim. No, it, think of all the things that happened before that. This is what I'm asking. Yeah, like, yeah, why? yeah. Well, so so Charlie dies, and then so Payman is uh, ethereal. Let's say the sure. light, sure. Uh, an abstract entity just waiting to be. Uh, sort of summoned, and that's what ritual is all about. You know, it's mm-hmm. all about summoning. And it's all about like that. That ritual is important. The decapitation of Charlie and putting Charlie's head on the mannequin at the end. Yeah. Ma, Annie being decapitated, Ellen being decapitated, the whole family being there. All of that allowed it to happen. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think payment is like necessarily like a a physical form. I think that's what uh, Peter. Is. I think the fact that it exists on its own is like. Yeah. Answers my question pretty, right. pretty well. And I, yeah, when I was the technicality of it, that was where I was when I was reading confused. the the sort of plot synopsis earlier, the way it, it, it described the light as payment. Oh, cool. Which I, I think had makes sense. It does it, make sense because it's yeah. right after he sort of sees the light that he starts getting possessed and starts doing all his weird shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, the light is what is absorbed into his chest when exactly. he absorbs Paimon. Uh, so. We get introduced to Paimon, Payment. I know, I don't care. Paimon sounds like <laughs> a Pokemon. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> we see the decapitated attic body with the symbols, and that was when I was like, oh shit, this is getting fucking cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter does the possession scene, which we talked about earlier, where he wanted to break his own fucking nose, and still kind of yeah. did, I guess, if he got it bleeding. Yeah. Gosh, it's I true. Love yeah. It that. said he that bled down so to his good. knees. His nose bed bled to his Dude, knees. Dude, that scene was. A lot. That yeah. was like that was when he his I hand in the air was so disturbing to me. It, like his yeah. like his face. Like, the way oh. he contorted his face was like super. Yeah, they disturbing. even like flipped his eyelid. Yes, dude. Because <laughs> oh. it wasn't like it was CGI, and you're like, oh, that's fake. It's like this actual boy that we've been watching this entire movie. Just like mm-hmm. I, it was just just it was disturbing. Just the way I don't mm-hmm. know. That's Gosh. the whole time is how I felt. Absolutely. Film very Would well. Would you guys think of the uh, the weed smoking scene where he starts having like chest pains? Oh, with his buddies like beneath yeah. the bleachers? I, it was, I think just his, I don't know. He's obviously troubled after the whole, after the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. I think that's just him freaking out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think much and of God, that. I just love that scene. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I love, they, also, what is their conversation about? Their conversation's oh, about like, how their friend like, posts on Facebook, yeah. like picking up the princess. Also, if you watch I those just, actors in the background, mm-hmm. they are killing it. They're, They're amazing. So I, I was watching them the whole time. The I was like, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. like, what's happening like, in the background? I was like, don't. They were just like three dudes. It, I don't know if this if that conversation was written or improvised, but see, it, that's what I liked about the yeah. dialogue of that scene. It was like this is really exactly good. what like I talked I was, to I my friends about. I literally, I was like, I was like, I was hearing it. I was like, wow, this is very realistic conversation. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like so sold on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching them. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> For this real. It's that... all about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Truly. So uh, then now comes one of the sadder scenes in the movie. Um, to the character who deserves none of this, Steve. Um, Steve. Annie tries desperately to get Steve to burn the journal. Yeah. Can you tell me what's up with that now? The the what? The fact that like when she started burning the first time is like she caught fire and then when she burned again. I don't he have. I, I wish I had an explanation. Yeah. I, Which I don't expect explain. you to. Oh, I know. I know. Luis knows. I can kind of explain. I I, I, I was confused too. Can you give the whole sort of view of the of the the journal coloring book thing? The okay so sketchbook. Yeah, she she tries to get rid of the sketchbook. Annie. And catches fire. She catches fire. She assumes that they're intertwined. 
but and, and she assumes that there is this is what i read from like ari aster basically answering this question yeah uh she assumes that there's logic she assumes that there's a way to win you know there's there there, there are rules to this that sure. she can she can play and win if she sacrifices herself etc mm-hmm. wow yeah. but there, it, it is an unconscionable system that will swallow them whole from the beginning of the movie they had no chance of ever succeeding against uh king paimon and so she followers. asks her husband to then burn the book or right. burn the, the right. sketchbook because she thinks it. she will die yeah and she's like sacrificing herself for the good of the family whatever yeah, and he won't. He refuses to do it. That was a hard scene. Dude, oh, Tony that scene Collette, was so fucking so good. good dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my he god, he was killing it too. Like, I mean, he was great through the whole movie. Yeah, that that dude does. He did not deserve any of this. He was. It was a good dad. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Oh. Like, and he, he married got, into it. So he married into it. Him, and <laughs> he was he was there and loved all of them. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about Steve and sure. their relationship. What do you think the significance is behind um, Annie? You know, saying she's going to the movies and says she's going to group therapy. Yeah. And that distance between them and that deceit between them at the beginning of the movie. I I have a thought on that. Okay. I think it has way more, less to do with Steve, almost nothing to do with Steve, and almost mm-hmm. everything to do with her mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ellen, she the very first thing said about Ellen, her mom, is that she was a secretive woman. Mm-hmm. Which I can imagine anyone described oh. as secretive is probably not very open with their emotions or with the idea of like therapy mm-hmm. that sort of a, you know that that idea that is very, you know what really i mean interesting I and thought of it that way i i it made sense to me when i was watching because like i don't know i know i know people that are like that controlling mom type and mm-hmm. I've, I've seen how it affects their kids and it makes their kids that sort of like they don't want to show that emotion they don't want to be vulnerable they don't want to admit to their loved ones the people they actually whose opinions they care about they don't want to seem weak in front of them mm-hmm and we also know that from the start that she has a weird way of coping with her Absolutely. feelings. The fact that she makes miniatures out of like yeah. these weird things that have happened. So it's like yeah. I think it's just also she is odd about like yeah. dealing with trauma in her life. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. That is yeah. really interesting. That was a good point. It's to like bring she up creates a distance yes. between like her trying to deal with stuff. And the distance and... you mentioned earlier, the distance yeah. she keeps between her kids too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I sorry, we missed one scene, yeah. and it might be my favorite scene—the okay. dream sequence when she sees Whoa! the ants. <laughs> yeah. She sees the ants. She follows them to her son's there. bedroom. Her his face is covered in ants, and then she wakes up, and she uh, she's been sleepwalking, and that's just the most terrifying thing. It is so disturbing. God, I yeah. fucking love Pete, that scene. So Peter's yes. sleeping. If I remember this right, I'm not yeah, sure. Bring it out. If I don't, Peter's sleeping. Tony Collette walks in to his room. Are we thinking of different? Am I thinking of the right one? There's yeah, a couple dreams. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like at that point, he's covered in ants, and she's staring. She yeah. walks in and is staring at this, and then suddenly he's awake and looking at her. Yes. And saying, "Why are you here? You and were sleepwalking." It cuts to her, and then it cuts back to him, and he's suddenly dripping yeah. with liquid. And, and then it cuts to her, and, and she's, she's soaked. Yeah. And it's the very thinner. It's so disturbing. I, I'm obsessed. I really, truly oh. am obsessed oh with dream sequences. Yes, bro. And I think that uh, something about that sequence is really haunting, and it does feel like an actual nightmare. I think it's because it happens so fast that you don't have time yes. to think oh, about what I it is. Fucking when love it cuts that scene. back to him and he's soaking wet, yes. I assumed it was something I just didn't notice, 
and it cuts back to her and like it happens yeah. too quickly for you to be like oh my gosh this is getting weird it's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden and it's as soon weird, as you realize and you she's know white, what like, it is like, yeah. yeah it's like because oh they alluded to it in that therapy scene at the beginning where she yeah. talks about the paint thinner dream like <sighs> and then she's like oh excellent the foreshadowing in this movie is off the fucking charts yeah. it's not even it really like traditional excellent. foreshadowing no. though it's like they show you things that aren't supposed to make sense yeah and then they justify it later and that escalation uh had has to be credit, of course, to Ari Aster for writing the scene. Right. But um, Tony uh, Collette and what's his name? I don't Alex know. Wolf. Alex Wolf. Like uh, Tony Collette specifically, like she 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 starts blabbing about uh, you know it, she says I I, I wish uh, or I, I I never wanted to be your mother is what she says. Yeah. Oh, she immediately claps she... her hands over her mouth. That she tried to abort him, right? Yeah, and she oh she, keeps, to, she keeps yeah. She wanted to miscarry even more like. Yeah. Gut wrenching. She was attempting to like have a miscarriage. Yeah, and at that point, you don't you don't you don't know that she's dreaming, and and she she does such an excellent job um, portraying that in a realistic way that that escalation is very real. Like yes. you really are there, and you think it's all real until it gets more and more abstract, and then there uh, 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 he's wet, she's wet, exactly. And uh, oh my god, that that part where she's. Um, I don't remember what line she's saying, but she's still um, looking at him and she's she's screaming something and the fires start enveloping the both of them. Yeah. I think that that is so, uh, I, I don't know, so haunting. Yeah. Because that, that is what a nightmare feels like. It, it feels like things are enveloping around you, but you're not reacting appropriately. I, yeah. it's something, something discordant about that makes it so resonant right. as a nightmare. A, 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 a strategy they use throughout the movie too that a lot of horror movies do but this one has really like perfected is what is real and what's not throughout the entire movie first establishing it with the whole dollhouse miniature thing Mm -hmm. it's like is this actually happening or are we in like a dream world and then as it goes on she's having these realistic nightmares Mm -hmm. and you're not sure what is real and what's fake like that is like I said like something that horror movies use a lot as a sort of trope and whatever but I think they've done it so well I agree that you still have to like everything's up for interpretation and absolutely a lot of it is like was did that really happen or was that a dream like what mm-hmm. yeah. also at some point you really are thinking maybe tony collette dug up the body yes. maybe yeah. tony Collette. Uh, sorry and that's Andy. what he, that's what steve implies in that scene right before he gets burned mm-hmm. is oh my god and you, yeah you, you're you understand steve i love that scene when she's pleading with him because they take so long on it yes. and it's so desperate and you can't help but just feel yeah, it, I mean, it really is like the emotional climax of the movie. That is the fight for their survival, and it's just not enough. Uh, not yeah. even, and like, all, and like, not even close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they really, she tried, she tried to burn that book, she tried to end, she tried to sacrifice herself, mm-hmm. and it just, it said, fuck you, mm-hmm. not happening. You yeah. can't escape this. That, that, um, that's her last, uh, those are her last lines as herself. Mm-hmm. She, she becomes taken after that. So she becomes possessed right then. Um, I don't know how Peter gets downstairs, but he wakes up or something and comes downstairs, and then it's like, then then we're in the final, we're in, this is it, this is the final, yeah. like, stretch. Mm-hmm. Home, he comes down, and he starts getting chased around by a possessed Annie, she's like, up in the corner, which was like, particularly creepy, and then... In my favorite shot of the entire movie, the one that you mentioned earlier, oh yeah, he gets chased up to the attic, mm-hmm. and he hears a bang, 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 and I literally, my brain, I had an image in my head, yeah. and it was she was just slamming yeah. on it, just like yeah, slamming on her, the her door. fists, her on fists it. against the door, just 
as you would. And I was like, even then to me, that was disturbing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. That oh, was yeah. disturbing as hell. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to what the actual banging is. And she mm-hmm. is like hanging on the ceiling, again, like upside down on the attic, mm-hmm. slamming her head at like in, in human speed, in human strength, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. repeatedly in that the most disturbing shot I've ever seen, maybe in any yeah. that that scene, I, like, I audibly yeah, I, I, that that was the most visceral reaction I've ever gotten it from a horror film. Was I think that, so. That one, yeah. And you know the thing about that jump, like like that that jump scare yeah. is that uh, the, it recontextualizes what you like. You, well, you already, already know, know something. Yeah. You already know a jump scare is coming. Yeah. And the way that they present it to you. Is so creative and it, 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 it frightens. Yeah, you, you have no uh, like barriers against it. You have no understanding. That's what's how I felt too to about you. the the scene a little bit later when she's, you know, decapitating yeah. herself. Yeah, that oh it was like you you heard it first and then you see it, but it's this image. It's like so foreign mm-hmm. to us that it's like you can't look away. You have to try to good. figure it out. Your brain is trying to make sense of it mm-hmm. in like a realistic world that it's like. You just can't help but right. look at it. That's how I felt about the headbanging thing, too. Oh, it's like, my where God, yeah. a, a disturbing thing would make you, like, maybe immediately, like, cover your eyes or, like, turn away. It was mm-hmm. so bizarre that it's like, it was you so, can't, it was so inhuman. Like, close your eyes. like, like literally, like, just like exactly. only a possessed person could do that. You and it has to do with the pacing of it, too, and just the yeah. timing when they, you know, decide to cut to, like, a freaky thing. Um, I don't know. So when she's initially possessed and, like, chasing her around the house, there's a little detail. I didn't notice this when I watched it, I, looked, I read this later. Um, you hear the piano breaking and you see the piano oh, wow. sort of broken open as she's like chasing him around. Mm-hmm. And then as it cut after she's yeah. after the attic thing, oh. she when she begins to, as you just mentioned, decapitate herself, she uses a piano wire that she's oh, yeah. gotten in that moment before. And that's what that's that's what she's a, using. And it's like it's like shh, shh, shh. <laughs> And it's a thing too, like I I couldn't look away as well because I couldn't figure out what she was doing. Yeah. I thought she was just stabbing herself over and over That's, again. It took totally because of the yeah. way her hands were moving. But yeah, she was using the piano wire as like a as like a like a, a cheese wire. Cut. Yeah, if you will, exactly. using it as a cheese wire. <laughs> a yeah, sur- <laughs> it was just. Um, that's that fucking. Shot. Yeah, absolutely. That was actually like one of the two things. Like uh, uh, Ari Aster said that. Uh, he had that image, and I forget what the other image was, but he had two images, and that's what he started writing on. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't one be surprised image if it was the just shit, yeah, but. Yeah, it was just the. The, the piano wire. The decap- self decapitation at the, at the end. Like, that was just one of the, the I guess, germs that that's you know, so disturbing. spawned the whole story. That's like with the Saw movies. The first one was based on nightmares. Oh, that really? those two, yeah. the two guys used to have, yeah. Sidebar, real quick. Did you see uh, Lee Winnell's new movie? I heard it was kind of good. No, we um, should watch it soon. Yeah, we should. We should I'm do so it. Sorry, I have to do that. Um, are you gonna? Oh, oh, mid, mid, uh, mid pod bathroom break. Pause? No, that's and okay. we're back. Louise had to use the restroom after a How very brief bathroom break. <laughs> uh, I have an overactive bladder. We could have talked through that thirty seconds. We could. <laughs> we had nothing to say. Um, we had nothing to say. <laughs> Um, I actually honestly didn't want to miss out on any great discussion because it's been yeah, great so cool. far. Um, Thanks, so man. This is we're in the fucking heat of it. Yeah. We're in the heat of it. She's decapitated yeah. herself. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So then we get the as we mentioned before, 
Peter jumps up in that attic, sees that, sees creepy cult members, and I think that's where he sees the naked dude. They're uh, all naked. Yeah, they're all Which naked. Which is like, just I makes it even it. weirder. And they're all like old and gross, too. <laughs> they're all old and gross. It's not like sexy. It's, you know? so <laughs> not, like, it's not like sexy witches. No, it's like, it's like, it's like, really disturbing. It's like, saggy skin. Like, yeah. It's like boobs. I didn't want to see boobs. Yeah. Yeah. the opposite but, of sexy. The polar yeah. opposite exactly, of the sexy thing. Exactly. Yeah. Unsexy. <laughs> Which I guess is probably more realistic when it comes to demonic cults, but, oh, yeah. you know, um, that's such an interesting effect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, if you were writing a horror movie, you wouldn't think to have, um, I guess, just naked people standing there in, in a, like, uh, strange positions yeah. mm-hmm. in dark hallways, smiling. It was so effective, though. That was really scary for yeah. me. Yeah, it was really scary. Me too. Because and- it was, like, almost like we were talking about earlier, like, in your theater with the big, you know, exterior or whatever right. of the house, and you see all the different bodies. It's like you don't necessarily notice it. So it's like if you do, it's like even scarier it was dude yeah. i was like i was kind of waiting for them the whole time because i'd like i you could definitely tell from that transition that it was like naked people like standing around very creepily like mm-hmm. that i saw it and i just knew that, that that's what that yeah. was so mm-hmm. i was kind of waiting for them and it was still scary yeah <laughs> like <laughs> like it still was like shocking and yeah. scary and just the fact that it doesn't call attention to itself it makes it like yeah more unsettling also like uh once the switch happens once um the triumphant music starts playing and we know that the 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 movie is basically releasing us as an audience mm-hmm. uh because you know the bad guys have won king paimon has inhabited well we, yeah 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 um the the naked people they are recontextualized like he's he's walking to the treehouse and you see the followers and mm-hmm. they're the exact same as before but it, they're not scary nope. They're, just they, they're supportive. Yeah. They feel supportive. Yeah. With the, the with the score, I don't know. Um, it was very cool. And it was interesting. It's uh, so he Peter gets like he jumps out of the attic, I think, just to escape them, and that's where he like sort of gets like knocked out and wakes up as mm-hmm. possibly Paymon. And we mm-hmm. see oh, one of my favorite creepy shots was we, you see Annie's body sort of levitate into the treehouse. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's I just that. like just that levitate up into the house is so creepy to me. So mm-hmm. then. He of course goes that was there. A little bit campy. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked it. I, was I liked to do. it. I got I got what I was trying to do, but at that point, it, everything had been so tangible right. and realistic that I was a little bit sure. like. Mm. I even think there were some chuckles in in the theater. When that I, happened. Yeah, people. I chalked that up to terrible audiences. Yes, yeah, the audience was chuckle. on board the whole time, but then it was like uh, sort of. I thought at the end it was just kind of like, oh, now we're gonna like start <laughs> flying. I don't know. So he gets up to that treehouse, as mentioned yeah. before, and we see the final tableau. We see a bunch of naked cultists sort of like in a praying position. Mm-hmm. You see the decapitated bodies of mm-hmm. Annie and Ellen up front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see Charlie's head on top of a mannequin with a crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. Jones there and crowns him as King Payman. Yeah. That turn Ugh. is so interesting. I yeah, watching it a second time, watching Charlie... Uh, it, it, it felt kind of like a rescue story because Charlie is, well, it's King Pym, Paimon right. uh, inhabiting the body of this young girl. Uh, and the only person that understands him uh, died, the grandma. Not mm-hmm. that, and, she, and that's why she's constantly saying, um, like, who's going to take care of me? Like, uh, I want to be with grandma, et cetera. And. That makes yeah, sense. it's a yeah. triumphant yeah. ending. For it really <laughs> is for, for them. For them, and yeah. it, like you talk about, you, you you've used this word a lot, recontextualizing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that in this movie. And oh my gosh! Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. like you said right there at the end, the triumphant music comes in, and it seems like 
I mean, for them, that's a happy ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucked up for everyone else, but mm-hmm. um, I have more info on Paymon. Oh, Simon, please. That makes, yes. helps yeah, things make sense. I'd love to know what you know. So the book that I was talking about is, is something called The Lesser uh, Key of Solomon, which is like, it's it's from like this mid-17th century, and it's made by like a bunch of people, so no one knows who really made it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just a book of demons. Whatever that means to you. You know, I'm sure there's some like spells in there that none of it means anything, I don't think, you know? Yeah. Um, King, uh, wait, does it have the, the pronunciation? Um, but King Paimon, he is a, he's like the god of, uh, knowledge and sort of secret truths. Okay. Or sorry, god, demon, whatever. Sure, 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 yeah. Um, Anti-god. Demon king. There you go. Which, uh, sort of makes sense throughout the whole movie because early on they introduced the idea of sort of like, like seeking knowledge and great reward in, 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 uh, this, like Ellen, there's something about Ellen mentioned early in the movie where she's like. A great reward is awaiting, or something. Oh, when uh, she reads the, the, the note. note. The note, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, and it's all about uh, the, since he's the demon of knowledge and mm-hmm. like sort of secret truths, like the whole movie itself is like a secret, mm-hmm. you know, and there's like a whole like outside secret truth thing happening. And I think the main connection mm-hmm. with the movie is the decapitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowledge is here. Mm-hmm. And in your, I just gestured to my head. You <laughs> audio only head. format. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of decapitation in the movie. Three yeah. people get decapitated and they're all women. And it's just a theme too. To the... Charlie cuts off the head of the bird. Like yeah. exactly. Like, there's a lot of references um, to. Yeah. And I think yeah. that has to do with him being like sort of the like demon of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Totally. Such. Yeah. I was thinking that too because the... Uh, because that is a common thread throughout the movie, like Alex Wolf slamming his head on the desk and yes. Tony Collette slamming her head into the attic thing. I figured there was something more to it. Mm. And he Does almost when sense? when uh, when Peter's in the classroom and going through his possession thing, he has his hand in the air or whatever, so and his weird. face is sort of bulging out. It almost looks like he's being like hung, yeah, or like something's not happening breathing. to his head, not breathing, yeah. that sort of a thing. And I don't know if it was a reference to Charlie in the back seat, yeah, or if it was a payment head. Thing. Or all of the Pyman head thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely a Pyman head thing. Uh, <laughs> wow. So that's like. Should we do our final wise. thoughts on the movie? Oh yeah. Like our, our yeah. wrap up. Yeah. Luis, did you like it? Um, I think it ranks among the best horror movies ever made. I think it's up there with The Shining. I think it's up there with everything. I think I, I think it's um, one of those films that people are going to be watching uh, a long time. From we didn't, I don't even think we mentioned this on the pod. Luis has tried to go see it three more times. Right. Um, I, attempted I, and yeah. failed. <laughs> he really likes it a lot. Yeah, I've tried to watch it a third time three times. It just there you go. hasn't ever panned out. Yeah. But I really want to. Yeah. yeah. It'll happen. It's we'll so it not fun to watch, though. No, that's no. the thing, man. I thought about trying to see it a second time, that's and I, a... I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was yeah. like, I can't put myself through it. Yeah. When I was watching the scene with Charlie, I was like, how was he watching this again? I will never see this again. I'm yeah. so mad. But you had mentioned, too, before... We went to go see it. John was going to go, Luis's roommate was going to go see it with us again. Mm-hmm. And you were like, John needs some more time. Like before you could see it. And I was like, what is this movie? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, what an excuse. But I was like, no, like legit. Like yeah. he's not ready to watch it a second I, time. I, I'm not I, yet. No. By any means. Freaking crazy. You mentioned we, when we were talk, scheduling recording this episode, we were like, oh yeah, well, let's watch it again. And they were making plans for it. I, there was no way I was going to ever. No. I, we I, tried I, to go see it yesterday, but it was like it. sold out basically. Uh, we watched Ant-Man, which is basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
My final thoughts. I actually, I, th- I don't think you have anything to worry about at all. Um, my final thoughts on this film. Yeah. Um, I uh, fucking loved it. Um, I saw it in the best way. I was like a little stoned. I went in, mm. you know. I had like a drink. I had some candy, and it was just me. Like I saw it alone. I like I like seeing movies alone. I just say, like, oh, this one I would have been. Like, this one was. Yeah. I'm so glad I saw it alone because I may not have been as scared yeah. if I saw it with someone else. But I saw it in mm-hmm. like. Like, I felt like I was watching it alone in my room, almost, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when movies are the scariest yeah. a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And I I was sold from the first minute, and I'm someone, I love supernatural horror movies, and I love culty things, anything with de- demons or Satan and all that. Mm-hmm. I think all that stuff is, like, cool as shit. Give me all the movies about it. So when the movie made that turn, um, I was already sold, and then I got sold more. Mm. Um and I had some friends who complained about the sort of like family drama being center stage in this movie, and I say fuck you to yeah. that idea because yeah. that's what made the movie stand apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I honestly probably like a like not even exaggerating like a ten out of ten if I had to give it like a rating. It's yeah. just I, I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. I have a feeling this is wrote the next you know what I mean? I, it's, yeah. the, it's that thing that people are going to be ta- like you said talking about for a long time thematically and like. Yeah, it is sort of similar. It's in the same vein as Rosemary's yeah. Baby. I even it's, oh, I, it go. seems heavily influenced. Yeah, I yeah, probably. I, it's been a long time since I've seen Rosemary's Baby, but yeah, mm-hmm. sort of same general idea. Um, I liked this movie. <laughs> I was so disturbed when I was watching that scene with Charlie. I'm not kidding. I that's the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Like I was so angry. I was so upset. Yeah. I was planning in my head like what I was going to say to people when they asked me about it. And I was like, it's fine. Don't ever watch it. Like, I was like, how am I going to protect other people right. from seeing this? But at, by the end of it, I, there was, there were so many things that I was like, I need to watch this again. Cause I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So it did. It took me on a, it took me on a ride. Um, I, that one, I, I don't even think we told you this when, but when I went to go see it, the very first jump scare, the woman behind us dropped her candy. <laughs> <laughs> this like scare everybody got scared and then we heard this like these like M and M's on the ground. It was so funny. That is um, hilarious. But yeah, I think you gotta you gotta love horror movies to to see. We went with my friend Pablo too. Pablo. Pablo um doesn't like horror movies he just in general. This fucking he movie. hated it. He, he probably it. felt like assaulted by this movie. A little, like, yeah, he it's was like intense. He was. There were certain times where I would look over and Pablo was just looking at me from like down the row of like mm-hmm. he was so upset um, by it. It's would, like you have to love horror movies. Still you really this do. This is not for everyone. Um, something I want to point out, because I know my parents will eventually listen to this episode. My parents are the reason that I listen to or watch horror movies. Oh, cool. Um, and I was like, I, I, I watched this movie and I called them like the next day. I was like, guys, this movie, fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Fucking just go. Don't look up a trailer. Just go fucking watch it. Just go watch it. And so many F bombs. All right, look, parents. look. Just I, uh, they, they. He, Sorry, Shane and I Leah. Drop, I, I drop a. Is that right? No, Leah's yeah. your sister. Yeah. No, you got it. No, Kaylee's, Kaylee's your sister. sister. Yeah, I was right, it. Shane and Leah. You got it. Um, Thank you. You know. And I, I talked know. to them. They went and saw the movie, and they their reaction was, it's pretty good. <laughs> and like, I I was so upset. I was like, did you guys miss the whole? They've probably like, seen more horror movies than we have, though. Maybe we are looking at this from like a millennial. No. They're also well. They're also probably jaded on, on a lot of horror movies now. Did no. you guys hear that? Shane and Leah, are you listening? No, they, they probably <laughs> I would will. Call, I would call you Mr. and Mrs. Stewart. I would. No, they would. They would Shane. prefer you probably called Shane and Leah. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe like Mr. They're cool. They're hip parents. (laughs) They're with the times. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, Louise, my man, uh, do you got anything you want to plug? Like social media accounts or anything? Oh my God, absolutely not. I have an Instagram. What is it? It's very boring and I don't recommend you follow it. (laughs) And it's called Luis.Reyes.V as in Victor. What about your Instagram? They can follow that. No, that's it. Oh, it's that. Oh, I thought you said Twitter. Oh, no, you said Instagram. Oh, you said, oh. Oh, my God. Please don't follow me. Luis is very, very funny. Luis is very funny. We love Luis. Thank you. Be on the lookout for anything. Yeah, anything you're working on. Hereditary 2, directed by Luis Reyes. That's funny. Paige, anything you're working on? How's life? Life's fine. You know, life's good. That's great. Yeah. Is it better or worse after Hereditary? You know, it was worse for a minute there, but it's, I'm doing fine. I'm doing all right. That's good. Follow us at, what is it? A Horrorable Pod? No, it's, it's just no, horror, horrible, horrible Pod. Pod on both Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. Bless you, Paige. Keep sneezing. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back for more soon. Sorry yeah. for the long break. I'm not sorry. I am. We've got lives. <laughs> I mean, sorry, we France. We were working. And... France loves us. Did you know Is that? Is that true? Yeah. That's wow. true. We, have, we actually have like, it's weird. I, if you listen to me in France. Yeah, who are you? Talk to me. I want to know Bonjour. who you are. Bonjour. Ça va? I feel tan well. <laughs> Is this offensive now? <laughs> I don't know. La garçon. Um, anyway. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. I love you and uh, stay spooky.